Good morning, it's Friday, December 29th, and this is the Daily Chirp Podcast. We're bringing you a closer look at one of our top stories along with other important things going on in our community. Today, we dive into a recent development concerning the historic Gadsden Hotel in downtown Douglas. This landmark has been a cornerstone of the community for years, but recent events have led to significant changes. Before we begin, we'd like to thank our sponsors at Lolly Automotive. Hi everyone, I'm Sean Lolly from the Lolly Automotive Group, and we've stocked up on inventory at all of our dealerships. If you've been thinking about a new car, we've got the deal for you on a new Buick, GMC, Chevrolet, Ford, Kia, Hyundai, Honda, Nissan, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram. You don't have to go to Tucson or Phoenix to buy a new vehicle. We're your hometown dealer since 1995. We'll beat the big city dealers in price, and our customer service is small town dealer friendly. Come into any one of the Lolly dealerships today, or shop lollycars.com and see why nobody beats a Lolly deal. Nobody. Now some Arizona trivia. The saguaro cactus blossom is the state flower of Arizona. The white, waxy blossom was designated the state flower back in 1931. It's indigenous to Arizona, and it grows to a height of 40 to 50 feet. It can live to the age of 200 years. They're slow to grow and slow at propagating. The giant saguaro cactus is also a candidate for the endangered species list. In fact, harming one in any manner is illegal. Today's history is brought to you by Benson Hospital. The team at Benson Hospital is always working towards building a healthier community. For example, when the Benson Food Pantry needed a new home, they worked with them to find one, and their staff even helped them apply for grants to support the mission. You can learn more about everything they're doing for our community by following them on Facebook at facebook.com slash bensonhospital. Now our future story. Just recently, officials from the Gadsden Hotel announced the temporary closure of the Cafe 333, its restaurant, and the Saddle and Spur Tavern. This decision has had a ripple effect, particularly on the hotel's staff. In fact, a majority of the staff, including the hotel manager, Tanya Duarte, were laid off. Duarte, who had been managing the hotel since its acquisition by Balwand Alk, Rashpal Thind, and Sukhchain Sandhu of Bright Brain Hospitality, confirmed by a text that she, along with 95% of the staff, had been let go. The hotel's website now states, quote, The restaurant and bar will be closed for maintenance until further notice. This closure marks a significant pause in the hotel's operations. On December 28th, the owners issued a statement addressing these temporary closures and layoffs. They expressed gratitude towards their employees and the residents of Douglas for their support and respect. They acknowledged that it's been a challenging year since they purchased the Gadsden Hotel, emphasizing the hotel's uniqueness and historical significance. They explained that the hotel is currently undergoing a restructuring and reorganization of its business model to prepare for a long-term vision. This restructuring comes after a year of financial loss, with the owners personally covering payroll despite negative cash flows. The mission, they emphasized, is to redevelop the building. They are redirecting their financial resources towards this long-term vision, which involves obtaining demolition and renovation permits with guidance from local and state authorities. This restructuring, unfortunately, impacts many within their organization, but they believe it's necessary for the community of Douglas and the revitalization of the downtown area. The hotel's restaurant and bar are undergoing annual cleaning and maintenance, with plans to reopen soon. The hotel itself will continue operating with 22 rooms, and the lobby will remain open for tourists. The owners also addressed negative comments on social media, expressing their disappointment, particularly with the racist and defamatory language used. They emphasized their commitment to working with authorities to investigate and prevent such incidents, reaffirming their belief in the freedom of speech but also in its responsible use. 
Thanks for listening. Before we continue, a quick message from our sponsors, Prestige Family Living. Here at Prestige Assisted Living at Sierra Vista, the holidays are about to get ugly. Join us for our ugly sweater party taking place December 15th from 2 to 4 p.m. Amid the beauty of the season, we want to see your most garish garments. The best of the worst holiday sweaters will win prizes and will have snacks and refreshments along with all sorts of holiday fun. For more, visit prestigecare.com slash Sierra Vista. Again, that's prestigecare.com slash Sierra Vista. Next, a recent poll shows that regional dialects and accents are dying out. Alexia Stanbridge of Cronkite News spoke to Arizonans about what is unique to our language and whether they think the Arizona dialect is worth preserving. I don't know what a swamp box is. What is a swamp box? A swamp box is an air conditioner. Does that surprise you? (laughs) The way we speak and understand language varies depending on people and places. Do you know if everyone in Arizona knows what a haboob is? Um, Not everyone knows what it is because a lot of people aren't from Arizona. If they're new to Arizona, they wouldn't know what it is. Karen Adams is a professor of linguistics at Arizona State University. She says there is not just one dialect in Arizona, but there are phrases and terms unique to our state. For example, a frontage road is a street that runs parallel to a main road. Where I came from, it was called the service road. So it's a road that has different names depending on where you live. Adam says indigenous and Spanish terms are a big part of what is perceived as Arizona dialect. But the differences don't end there. Dialects can vary in grammatical usage, what's polite and not polite when taking turns speaking, and pronunciation. Can you say this word right here for me? Okay. Well, it's uh, pronounced in two different ways um, from where I'm from in Montana originally. It's coyote, but down here it's a uh, coyote. Coyote? Yeah, because of the yotes. The results of a recent survey showed 57% of Arizonans would like their local dialect to be made official by law in order to prevent it from dying out. At the moment, there is no effort at the legislature to make this happen. Still, Adams says language creates cultural identity, and that makes it important to preserve. You know, maintaining those particular usages and that, our way of, you know, saying we're still here and we're an important part of this state. In Phoenix, Alexia Stambridge, Cronkite News. Thanks for listening. Before we continue, a quick message from our sponsors, Ace Hardware. Hi, this is Les from Sierra Vista Ace. This is a great time to paint. Ace stocks Clark and Kensington, Valspar, Dunn Edwards, and our own Ace Royal paint in interior and exterior finishes. We can computer match other brands and colors too. All the colors you can imagine, even one named Sierra Vista. Decide on the wall or room to paint, bring in a color idea, and let Ace mix your paint. Treat yourself to a new brush and roller too. Save gas, save time, shop Ace first. Sierra Vista Ace since 1981 on the corner of Fry and Highway 9. Next, an upcoming event that you should know about. This December 31st, Electric Brewing is the place to be. Starting at 1 p.m., they're kicking off the celebrations early, leading up to a special performance. From 5.30 to 7.30 p.m., experience the enchanting classical guitar of Robert Earl Longley. His unique style is sure to add a magical touch to the evening. But it's not just about the music, it's about community. They're also hosting a potluck, so bring your favorite dish to share. The party goes until 10, filled with great music, fantastic food, and even better company. 
Finally, today we're remembering the life of Judith K. Cork, who passed away at 85 on December 26th. Judy was born in Alton, Illinois, and made Sierra Vista, Arizona her home since the early 60s. Judy's life was full of love and creativity. She married Larry in 1966, and together they had two children, Tracy and Terry, and welcomed two stepdaughters, Linda and Beverly. Her family, including her sister, Linda Ebry, grandchildren, and great-grandchildren, survive her, carrying on her legacy. Professionally, Judy worked as a telephone operator in the 50s and later as a secretary for the U.S. Army. Post-retirement, she dedicated herself to the Friends of the Sierra Vista Public Library, contributing significantly as a volunteer and board member. Known for her crafting skills, Judy was an avid quilter, sewer, knitter, and crocheter, sharing her passion with her family. Her joy, smile, and support for friends and family are her lasting gifts to us all. Thank you for taking a moment with us today to remember and celebrate her life. Thanks for tuning in to the Herald Review podcast today. And remember, the Herald Review is here for you with local news you can trust. Subscribe today for unlimited access to all of our content for just $14 per month. This is less than the cost of one hour of one reporter's work on a single story. Also, want to stay up to date on what's going on? Join Neighbor, your trusted neighborhood community. Neighbor is a free online forum you can trust to connect with your community, focus on facts, and make a difference. Join the conversation. Visit nabur.myheraldreview.com. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, especially in Cochise County. Become part of the hyperlocal conversation on Cochise County's exclusive social media platform, Neighbor. That's N-A-B-U-R. Your neighbors are striking up meaningful conversations, sharing exquisite Cochise County photos, and respecting each other's views without any other social media noise. No unwanted advertising and only respectful conversations on hot community topics. That's right. Our journalism project manager can set the record straight and help answer any pressing questions about the happenings in our community. Join the conversation at myheraldreview.com slash N-A-B-U-R.